Today, I'm going to focus on the first verse of this passage, verse 3, the first fact, where Paul paints a brief but very vivid picture of our need of God's mercy. Let's look at that verse again, Titus 3, verse 3. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. Now notice a number of different aspects of what Paul says there. First of all, notice that Paul begins the statement by by saying, we too were. So that pronoun we includes Paul. He doesn't exclude himself. He doesn't say, I was different. I was a Jew. I was a Pharisee. I was righteous. I didn't have these problems. It includes Paul. And remember, it also includes you and me. It includes the whole human race. We too. None of us are excluded. And then the verse, the first thing that Paul says is, we too were foolish. Foolish, even though perhaps highly educated, intellectual, sophisticated. Do you realize that it's possible to be an educated fool? How do I know? Well, for many years I was one myself. Highly educated, studying various different languages, holding a professorship in philosophy, but oh, so foolish. And really, I believe every single word in that verse that Paul uses applied accurately to me. I remember the first time I was confronted by a preacher, and I believe me, I stayed away from preachers, but this came about through circumstances I hadn't planned. And he looked at me and he said, "Um, do you believe that you're a sinner? Well, my specialty in philosophy had been definitions, and so... My mind quickly went through all the legitimate or possible definitions of a sinner. And as my mind went through them, I realized that every one of them applied exactly to me. And yet, I was highly educated, intellectual, sophisticated. Going back to Paul's list, the second word, disobedient, rebels at heart. And that was also true of me. I didn't really want anybody taking authority over my life. I felt I was clever enough and educated enough and intelligent enough to take care of my own life. Who was anybody else to tell me what to do? And then Paul goes on after disobedient, deceived. Why deceived? The basic reason why we are deceived is because we reject God's truth. And if we reject God's truth, the only alternative is deception. Here's what Paul says about the downward pathway of the human race once it turns away from the knowledge of God in Romans 1, 28 and 29. Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit and malice. The list doesn't end there, but that's long enough. Notice, because man refused to retain and make room in his mind for the knowledge of God, God punished him by giving him over to a depraved mind, which results in a depraved life. And then Paul goes on in his list, after deceived, he says, enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures, slaves of desires that are harmful, that are contrary to the law of God, and contrary to the principles on which the universe is based. 
Take one simple example, the habit of smoking. How many, many millions of people are enslaved by that habit? And yet we all know today that it's ter terribly dangerous, that it's a potential cause of cancer. And yet people who know that cannot give it up because they're enslaved.